door. All right, then. No, that's my door. Pick another door. What's wrong with you? You know what? You were right. This is your door. What's the matter? You got a lot of bad guys behind that door? Hey, it's 106 KHQ. What is happening out there? It's Tyler Woods here, and welcome to the podcast where we talk about movies and review movies and sitting down with me. First time in a long while. No thanks to Rizzo from our 106 KHQ morning show. By the way, Rizzo, I'm still waiting on your response to review Spider-Man Far From... You know what? No. You know, in fact, no. I'm just going to get this out of the way, and then I'm going to introduce my host, okay? Rizzo, I hope you are listening to this, Okay. Because I have waited a month for your response to sit down here with me and review Spider-Man Far From Home. Nothing. You promised you would, but when it came time to do the podcast, you didn't call, you didn't message, you didn't show up. So you know what? I'm going to throw a quick little bit in here, and I'm, I'm just going to have to get somebody to play you, okay? I'm sorry. My hands are tied in this situation, Rizzo. You brought this on yourself. Okay, here's a quick Spider-Man Far From Home review, and go. Oh my goodness, Spider-Man Far From Home. It is like the best Spider-Man movie I have ever seen. I am looking forward to more films. I love everything about this flick, especially that big surprise towards uh, the end credits there. Oh, it was so good. Okay, Rizzo, what do you think about the film? Uh, I think Spider-Man is dumb and stupid, and I don't like comic book movies, let alone, you know what? I don't really like this podcast. Look at my fedora. My fedora is very stylish. Did you know I wore this at the Cherry Festival in front of thousands of people while introducing Nelly? So, Tyler Woods, thank you for having me on your movie review podcast, even though I don't really like movies all that much. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to go up to Boyne City and take a jump into Lake Michigan. Uh-oh, I lost my fedora. Oh, that felt good to get off my chest. All right, let's get it back to what we are talking about today. All right, it is Fast and the Furious presents... Hobbs and Shaw, and sitting down with me is, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, one of my good friends, Josh Muha. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing good, Tyler. It's good to see you again hey. after so long. Yeah, well, it hasn't been that long. But anyway, I found out something about you that I have no... Look, we've been friends for about five years, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, well, I'm coming close on that, but I just found something out new about you. Yes. You have a lot of nicknames. Well, like Shaquille O'Neal, he always has a lot of, a lot of <laughs> nicknames, and... I thought it was fair to say that probably having that many wouldn't even hurt just to go for it. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you did certainly go for it. Check it out. He's got like four nicknames. First up, primary nickname chosen on his Facebook, Mr. Hotshot. And other uh, nicknames are Ace, the American Muscle Hero, Street Avenger. I mean, my gosh, these are all like car-sounding nicknames. What is up with that, Josh? Well, you know me that I'm a big-time car guy, and I've been loving this kind of car stuff since I was just a five-year-old kid back in the uh, 90s. Now, you pulled up here in our parking lot in a beautiful, beautiful cherry red car. What car is that? That is my 1984 Pontiac Trans Am, and that was been like my first car since high school, and I was 17 when, when I had it. Uh, when you like, Was it always like that, or...? Actually, no, because when I first got it, it was just all original with some stuff needed to be done. It was drivable, and man, was it ever fun. It was like by far the only car I've had since high school, and it was like the only car in high school that was that good looking. And you also let me down because I thought you were going to be coming with your other car. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that too because earlier today, one of my friends, Carla Harshman, who happens to be an old friend of my mother's, who is, and I quote, 
previous and original owner of my 72 Ford Mustang. Whoa. So we thought we'd give her something a little special since her birthday was tomorrow. Now, did you showcase her just recently somewhere? Uh, we went out for a little drive right into town all the way to BC Pizza for a little lunch and then drove all the way home and that was that. I thought I saw you over there at the Boeing Falls like uh, Polish festival. Yes, I was there. How was that? Oh, beautiful. It was it? Oh, yeah. Oh. It was like by far the... Um, I was by far the only guy in the show that had a Mustang from the early 70s. Oh, man. What other cars were there? Oh, there was like there was also a couple other Mustangs, all from the 60s, plus a <laughs> few Mopars and some pickup trucks, a couple of hot rods, and some meat, some beefy 4x4s. Now, I uh, I picked up some other information, like, and this was like, I, I guess a month ago, and I never, I never really took it into consideration, but someone called you the youngest classic car collector in northern michigan is this accurate well from my point of view yes and it's mostly <laughs> because other collectors are like usually older than me from like 50 and above i'm like 31 and everyone thinks i'm way too young for 31 and i don't blame them because telling them my age is what throws them off and i take joy into it you say you're 31 but my gosh josh i mean what genes are you pumping into your veins before you go to sleep at night? Because you look forever, I, and I'm sorry, this is really going to sound rude of me. You look forever a high school kid. Shut up, baby. I well, know it. Um, I don't disagree with you on that because, <laughs> for one, I mean, yeah, I do look young for young for my age, and uh, there's no question about it. You got what Michael J. Fox had going on for him when he got his uh, acting career going. And you know, speaking of which, uh, let's let's address that. I was at the Traverse City Film Festival. Uh, in fact, in the middle of my show, I just cut my show, I throw it to the Hot Keys Hot Mix, and I get myself down there to Traverse City, downtown Traverse City, the open space, the 15th annual uh, Traverse City Film Festival is going on, and what are they showing out there? My all-time favorite film, Back to the Future, and I found myself sitting right there. S someone or a couple of people brought two DeLoreans. Right there. I was sitting right next to him. And you know what was odd? Other than the fact that this is my favorite movie being shown right there on the water in the middle of Traverse City. I was looking at these cars more so than the film. I also had like another uh, uh, thing going on. I had a super secret awesome prize for someone to win. Uh, the goal was for someone... To like, you know, hear the announcement that, hey, I'm giving away a super secret awesome prize on the radio, and then their job is to just track me down in the crowd, and uh, I, like that, they'll win the prize. And what was that prize? It was a Back to the Future uh, t-shirt uh, <laughs> that I thought just looked completely awesome, and someone did find me, and that person was, of course, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas, giving you some love, and thank you for finding me, and you deserve that prize, a beautiful looking back to the future t-shirt that and that's what i like to do sometimes with my listeners i like to give you know a little bit back as you know means of thank you for like you know tuning in to my show every weeknight uh seven to midnight tyler woods and the takeover but let's get back to this podcast right now we are talking about the fast and furious presents hob and shaw no really that is the title yes it is the that title. is the you, you, you can call it hobbs and shaw i guess well you can say it for short i mean it's still the same move we're still talking about the same movie but just like the Fast and Furious presents Hobson Shaw. <gasps> Breath on that one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so this is one of Universal's top cash cow franchises in the movie biz. I mean, agree or disagree with that, Josh? 
Oh, I totally agree because it's been a big hit ever since the first hit was introduced in 2001. Was it and, 2001? Well, I remember I was in the seventh grade uh, when yeah. that happened. I was going into seventh grade when that Yeah, that was like the summer of, yeah, going into seventh grade, I believe. No, eight, no, it was after seventh grade. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah because uh, you're older than me, aren't you? No, no, no. I actually, I'm, I'm the same age, but like you, oh. I have those young genes that make me forever look like I'm 26. And I'm like, oh boy. But, yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> yeah, that is debatable. <laughs> hey, wait a second here. You got served. <laughs> but yeah, I remember, where were you when you saw the first uh, Fast and Furious film? Well, I rem it was in Petoskey. I was in junior high in the seventh grade when it was first introduced. I mean, when I first heard about it, I've always had a thing for fast cars. And first time in my life ever hearing about JDM, which is Japanese domestic motorsports, which is like Japanese cars all tuned up and super fast. I mean, that was the first time I ever heard about that term because mainly I'm more of a muscle car guy. And you know as well as anyone else that I'm always into American muscle. You are always about that American muscle, Josh. All the way. All the way. All right, but uh, yeah, my first experience, like well, I saw uh, the Fast and Furious, the first film, uh, as a double feature over at the Cherry Bowl. And uh, I do recall I did not catch the last uh, minutes of the film because I was still getting used to being a big boy, staying up past my bedtime. <laughs> And I just fell asleep, and I uh, I woke up, and I I I missed it. I'm like, oh, now I gotta wait until it comes out on DVD and Family Video and rent that. By the way, all these sponsorships, please give me free stuff. Nintendo, give me free stuff. Anyway, <laughs> good luck uh, with that. But truth be told, <laughs> truth be told, uh, while I was looking forward to watching like you know Fast and Furious, like you know just that first movie, and then finally watching it. I was never really into these movies. And not only that, I wasn't into the second nor the third one. But that's not to say I didn't like, you know, this kind of genre film. I mean, back then I was into a series called Initial D, which is like Tokyo Drift, but it's a whole series about it and some awesome hero pop music. I just love to just crank my uh, stereo system to uh, Mega Bass uh, level two and annoy my neighbors late at night when I come home. Deja vu. I just been in this place But, uh, I mean, this has this franchise has come a long way from a spinoff point-break story to another spinoff point-break story to a non-musical Grease-slash-Westside story about drifting cars in Japan to a revival revenge story to a bank heist to an international terrorism plot to another international terrorism plot to a cop-out the good guy is forced to be the bad guy to now this film right here, a secret terrorism organization. And I believe that is all the nine movies I just summed up in plot film. Josh, do you agree or disagree? Well, after everything, I was kind of stuck in between, but I'm going to have to lean towards the agree point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever it is that they're doing, I mean, people are throwing their money to it, and it's working. So, I mean, congrats to Universal on banking on this uh, kind of property. But let's cut the chit-chatter and get on to the review the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. All right, so it is official. The world of the Fast and Furious, it is getting ridiculous, but it keeps up with its creativity level. So it's only a matter of time before we see Superfly Cars in Space! 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 I, I don't know. I can see it. I can see it. I don't know. Lamborghini possibly driving on a satellites orbiting above Earth in zero gravity. I don't know how it's going to be possible, but you know they're going to pull it off somehow. Other than that, 
Uh, this film right here, this spinoff with uh, Hobbs and Shaw, some of the uh, you know minor characters from the franchise. It's it's great entertainment. A simple plot. The characters I did like, and the banter. I really did like this uh, banter dialogue. You know, it it approaches that. I don't like this guy. Well, hey, hey, uh, look who's calling the kettle black. I don't like working with you either. So I mean, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Uh, it does bring that fresh take on the franchise, but not going to lie. There are some dull moments here that actually felt a little bit boring. They could have been cut out, uh, make the film a little bit shorter and enjoyable. Um, call me old-fashioned, some of the CG stunts on the vehicles had me reminiscing the good old days with films uh, and those classic vehicle stunts like my all-time favorite, the Blues Brothers, where they're chased by the cops in the city. Uh, that is my all-time favorite uh, car vehicle stunt scene. But like I said, it is good, generic, quality entertainment. The bike Idris Elba had, I want it so much. It's like a smart bike. I mean, it's like the bike shows up just out of the blue and does all these uh, mechanical transformer, like, performances off of cars on walls and all this. So it's like you never crash. But... There is actually, Josh, I want you to listen in on this. There is a underdog hero of who made this film entirely possible. And I want to give this woman uh, all the props, all the Northern Michigan props. And that woman's name is Rachel Solo. Do you know who she is? Actually, no. Who is she? I'll tell you who Rachel Solo is. Rachel Solo is the barber of Dwayne Johnson. We wouldn't have this movie if it weren't for her barber skills keeping that big, beautiful head bald. Like it is. I just saw it just randomly out there. It's like, the barber to Mr. Johnson, Rachel Solo. I'm like, ah, we wouldn't have this movie if it weren't for you, girl. You getting all the Northern Michigan love in here. I want you to come down here or come up here wherever you're at. Just come up here and do my hair, please. And do Josh's hair while you're at it. Oh, well, that's uh, not going to happen with me. <laughs> no, you like to keep your hair like... Uh, how do you oh, like I'm to keep your hair? I'm keeping my hair, man. You're keeping your hair like what? Whatever I want it to be. Whatever you want it like, It just like has its own mind. Kind of like me. Flock of seagulls. Or its own personal... Own personality, I But you don't it. have a flock of seagulls. You actually like to keep it pretty well combed and groomed. Hey, man, I like keeping it clean. Yeah, keeping it clean. And keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, keeping it real. Oh, God, we just got 90s there all of a sudden. All right. but uh, as... I was a kid. That's where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes down to it, uh, my rating for this film, is it worth uh, going to the movie theaters to see? Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, as a late matinee, or I would say a very early nighttime premiere, it is definitely worth that kind of ticket price. And as far as buying it on DVD, if you are a big fan of the franchise, uh, I mean, yeah, sure, you're probably going to buy it. But, you know, I just wait until it's more of a reasonable price. I mean, no need to go all outs on this film. And that is my review. Fast Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I really still need to take a breath on that. <gasps> All right. Now, that is my review. Mr. Josh Muha, Ace, Street Avenger, classic car collector, the youngest Northern Michigan car collector in Northern Michigan. <gasps> Please go ahead with your review. Well, here's my review. I think it is, like, beyond imagination because, like, every other Fast and Furious movie I've watched, it's, like, always beyond expectations. But not just to me, but to audiences who fell in love with the movies even from the start. And another good thing that I'd like to point out is that the action never disappoints. The car chases, the fight scenes, pretty much everything they do is just wow. And then another thing that I'd like to point out is the... The family part, because family has always been a part of the franchise. We see, like, Shaw about his side of the family. We know that 
his mother, played by that Jason Statham's character's mom, who's played by Helen Mirren, is also in on this, along with a Vanessa Kirby, who happens to be plays uh, Shaw's sister. She was absolutely hot in that movie, by the way. Yeah, and I seem to have remembered um, in a video on YouTube from The Tonight Show when they talk about <laughs> fight scenes of something she actually learned and took that into like one of her favorite moves. I really do like that when a uh, you know an actor actually has to take those kinds of classes to actually learn all those choreographic fight scenes. I mean, they think it's easy. No, it's not. It is really, really difficult, but go ahead. Luke Hobbs's side of the family. We get to see more of like from the culture of like the Samoan culture from what he was born from, which happens to be much as identical as the actor's uh, culture from where he's from. Yeah, I actually did kind of find that uh, yeah, a little bit tie in uh, to it because this this was actually produced by Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson. And so, not to mention uh, his mother was also producer yeah, as well. Yeah, I did And that, I think that. that was kind of like the best call they ever did. That was actually pretty good. I also uh, caught like the other references, uh, kind of like fourth wall breaking, like uh, when he was on Skype with his daughter on his phone. And it's like, <laughs> do the eyebrow thing. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, one, one last thing. <laughs> and then uh, Jason Statham uh, made a little, in fact, I, this would be debatable with this movie. This would uh, have me geek out a little bit. Warning. Warning. A spoiler alert is ahead. Warning. Warning. A spoiler alert is ahead. Uh, did Jason Statham's character, Shaw, uh, states that he did a job in Italy with a certain car? Ah, yes, the Mini Cooper. There was a scene that was shown like there was a Mini Cooper saying that he did some sort of job in Italy, which kind of made me think about, it wouldn't happen to be related to the movie The Italian Job. I don't know. Is that is that a universal? In fact, hold on a second, all right. Let me uh, let me actually uh, kind of, yeah, look this up over here. Let's see. What, what was uh, the... The Italian the, Job? The Italian Stallion. No, <laughs> the Italian Job. All right, let's see. Pops up here. Thank you, Google, for being so fast this time. Um, it doesn't say. Gurgle, you have failed me for the last time. All right, hold on a second. We're, we're going to pause for a second, then we're going to come back. Yes, yes, we did just find this out. Uh, Universal Studios Hollywood does own the Italian job. So, yes, that is a definite confirmation that the Italian job is part of the Fast and Furious franchise. Wow. We just uncovered something, my man. Wow, that's a mind-blowing experience right there. It is, there. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> right there. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, leave the sound effects to me. I control the board. I control the horizontal and the vertical. Anyway. You control the world. I, no, no, not yet. Hey, I know. I am the takeover guy, by the way. But anyway, uh, so, Josh, when it comes to uh, movie prices, uh, what would you give it? Um, Like... How would you say, like, give it? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, you mean? You know, uh, would you go see it as a matinee, a nighttime premiere, and then would you rent it or buy it on DVD afterwards? Oh, man, I can do whatever I want. Matinee, um, afternoon, or late at night, it don't matter. I just go for it no matter what. Okay, so you're all in. Oh, I'm all in. Pretty much what it says on your shirt, road or die. (laughs) Yeah, well, like Vegas, I'm all in. (laughs) But hey, what also, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, (laughs) but... Only that we're in northern Michigan, so I guess we can agree on that. Oh, yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> All right, so you heard it here. That is our review on The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Did it? 
with a little bit more breath to spare. And thank you, Josh Muha, for uh, uh, sitting down with me and helping me review it. And also, uh, stick around to our 106KHQ uh, Facebook page because uh, I'm actually going to throw a little video of the car uh, Mr. Muha actually drove in here. I mean, my word, this car, it is cherry. going to do a quick little car show uh, on our Facebook page. So stick around and uh, find that. But in the meantime, I'm Tyler Woods on The Takeover. Don't forget to join my show every Monday, Friday night, 7 to midnight. In the meantime, catch you later.